All right. I'm ready. Large Ray, the man, the myth, the legend. <laughs> Welcome to the Hell Fucking Yeah podcast, man. Thank you for being here. Hello. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is going to be fun. <laughs> I love talking. This sure is, man. Uh, I know you have a lot of stories, and uh, I'm really excited to hear them. So this is going to be like a special edition of the show uh, where we're going to try to do this every month at least. Um, and you come on and tell your stories. And now people, you know, they want to hear stories from me. You can be like, here's the link. Go fucking listen to here's it. Here's the link, man. It'll I'm save too, you a I'm lot of time. Big. I'm too big now. I'm, I'm, I am. I, I'm, I'm a star dude, I'm now. totally big time. I, I can't believe I had time to fit this in my busy schedule between <laughs> – between watching baseball and farting on the couch, but I found some time. <laughs> well, I'm glad you yeah, squeezed me in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, but before we get into it, if you would, give a little introduction for the people who don't know you. Don't mean to put you on the spot, but... Not, that's fucking putting me on the spot, man. If you um, could. <laughs> well, my name is... My, my, the name on my, on my birth certificate is Raymond Joseph Schleckweg Jr. Yeah. And, um, but in the BMX world, people call me Large Ray that uh, they gave that name to me. Uh, one of the guys in the magazines, Mark Lumen, uh, he was pretty good at coming up with silly stuff and catchy stuff. And uh, so he gave me the name Large Ray. And now people today still call me Large Ray. So yeah, that's who I am. I, uh, I was in the BMX world forever. And we're going to a BMX thing this weekend. Um, so the main part of my life is uh, I used to ride BMX bikes and wasn't ever good but that's a whole nother story and uh that's it i live in king of prussia got a wife and kid a job and uh and unlimited uh what was it unlimited uh data so there we go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very important for the 45 minutes it took me to set up to hit the unmute go into my settings you know it that's is important because do. it is because if you don't have it zoom will just fucking eat your data up yeah well, I, I don't a, want to do that to somebody. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to. We got a we got a ten year old, so he's <laughs> he needs that unlimited data for downstairs oh, and all the sure. bullshit. So when we go on trips, so for sure, you know man. that's why we got it. All right. So I'm really excited, man. Let's get into this. Um, yes. I'm gonna share my screen, and uh, we're gonna bring up some pictures. Uh, let's bring this one up first. Um, I described the picture a little bit because even though this video will be on YouTube, it's also you know, like a podcast that people yeah. just listen to. And sometimes they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. So yeah, uh, I'm going to, let's move this over a little bit so we can see the picture. I remember that day very well. And uh, yeah, what's, uh, so uh, Ray's riding a bike, uh, BMX bike. Um, and it looks like he's got like a fucking exhaust pipe on it. There's smoke coming out of the back. This is a classic picture, right? This is like, it is. Yeah. That's this is the, the picture. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of people still talk about that uh, that photo, and like the photo is much better than the actual video because the run that I had there wasn't very good, but uh, that photo was in the magazines, and um, you know, still today people will come up if we go to one of these like old school things and they'll come up and show me that picture and be like, dude, remember this? So uh, a lot of people were at that contest and it was in magazines, so a lot of people recognize it. Yeah. So what's going on? What I mean, what you know. You got to tell me what, uh, I don't even know what it is. Like, is there a dynamite, well, stick a dynamite on the back of it or something? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a smoke bomb. Okay. And what it was is this was an outdoor event. All the AFA events were, um, they were, uh, they were usually indoors, but in, but in California, you know, the weather's pretty good. So they, um, so it was an outdoor event. 
And I really didn't have very many tricks, especially at that point. I had like maybe like two or three tricks. And um, so I was like, what am I going to do? I'm going to go out and, and do this run. Now, when people entered these contests, like your, your, your brother, Joe Gertola, he, um, he would have his full factory horror uniform on and he looked, he looked like a, like a soldier out there. Right. He looked awesome. But me being so big, I couldn't get a jersey. I couldn't get pants. I couldn't get anything. So I'm entering an AFA contest, which is like a big deal. And I got a flannel shirt, painter pants, black Reeboks, and a Led Zeppelin shirt. And um, so I'm going to go out and do a couple tricks. And I'm like, I might as well just put a smoke bomb on my bike because, you know, what, what else am I going to do? So I would, I would go ride around. And when it came, when it came time for my run, everybody would come and watch because um, when these contests, there'd be like, there'd be a hundred kids in your class and every kid would go out and ride to the same Beastie Boys song or Cure song and they do the same tricks. So unless you were really good, it was a really boring day. So when they'd see me get on my bike and start pedaling out onto the, where you do your routine, they'd be like, who is this like fat dude? not like people thought I was a janitor or something that just like got on a bike, you know? So, um, so then I put that smoke bomb on and then the rest was history. You know, it's, uh, I don't even know what place I got in that contest. I might not even have looked, I don't even know, but the, the helmet I'm wearing and that I have right next to me here, I just have, oh, to nice. have it on, on all my bikes. So nice. let's see that um, again. You got it close. That's oh! <laughs> you hey. good. Yeah, can you see that? I can't. I can't see. Yeah, I know it's uh, it, it's small, but yes, I can see yeah. it. Yeah, that's what my wife said on our wedding night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so um, so anyway, that's what that uh, and there's a oh the whole reason. Let me just get this going here. The whole reason I started entering contests was that um I would go to a contest and I would bring my bike, but I didn't enter because I. I sucked. I was, I didn't have any tricks and I would go into where the pits were, where the riders were. And I just cause a ruckus. Like I goof around. And the guy that ran the AFA, Bob Morales, he said, look, you got to go up in the stands and sit with your friends because you're causing a ruckus here and you can't, you can't be down here. So my friend's manager, Magoo, Gary Pollock's manager on the year before this in, in the velodrome, he said, Hey, Tell Ray he doesn't have to sit with uh sit up in the stands with everybody. He can be down in the pits because I signed him up for the contest. And I was like, "What do you mean you signed me up for the contest?" He goes, "Well, now you don't have to sit down. You can you're going to enter the contest." I said, "Well, what what am I going to do?" And he's like, "Just go out there and ride around." So I just rode around and did like two tricks, but I didn't get last place. There were 79 riders in my class in 18 over expert, and I got 78th. And then wow. it all started from there. Wow. The legend of Ray, Large Ray, happened. This is where it began. And that's, uh, that's where it began and ended real quick. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's so, not true, man. You got a legacy here. I do. I have a, a long legacy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Are you wearing a Vision Streetwear shirt? I am, man. And you know what? Oh, my God. I you have pictures of me wearing that same fucking logo. Yeah, I wore this for you, first of all. Okay, that's awesome. Second of all, this is a this isn't Urban Outfitters. This is a legit. This is my brother's. It's probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably there when your brother got that sweatshirt. And I'm yeah, not even dude. Kidding, because we go to contests and Vision Streetwear would be there, 
And after your run, if the crowd fucking yelled at you, they'd throw you a fucking vision shit, you know? Right, Maybe right. they're trying to sponsor anybody. So that's Oh, yeah, crazy. I dug this out, man. I was like, I got I to gotta find that's that awesome. sweatshirt. I, gotta, I, I, got my, I got my red book up here. I just got it. Yeah. Bill Allen. <laughs> Rad. I, have a, I have a Bill Allen story, too. <laughs> oh, dude. We got to get into that for sure. Uh, yeah. oh, maybe we'll save that for the next one. I'm going to write a note on yeah. that, actually. So let's bring up this next one here. Um, there we go. We got oh. we got uh, yes. Ray sitting next to Glenn Danzig, the the man. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Neither yeah, what, what's going like on here? anymore? <laughs> well, that's that's Glenn Danzig, and I'm, I'm and I'm wearing a hammer shirt from R.L. Osborne. Um, name drop. Um, so a friend of ours, her father or uncle owned some nightclub and they were like, Hey, Glenn Danziger back then it was, it was, it was just, uh, Danzig cause I think he was done with the misfits and they said, Hey, they're going to be doing a show here. And, um, so we, we went there and I sat at their sound check and there was nobody in the building, but me. And they, they sang a song. Glenn Danzig like looked at me. He's like, how'd that sound? And I'm like, uh, pretty good I was like starstruck and then um so that was it and then they did their concert and then I took a photo with them and then um I had friends that worked at the magazines that's how I started getting in magazines not because of my skill on a bike or good looks um so I sent this picture to Mike Daly uh that worked at Freestyle Magazine and then he put it in the magazine so do you still talk to him or who's Glenn Dan just like yeah oh no, I never, I, he didn't even speak that little midget. Um, <laughs> that was just a, that was just a one time, like I just saw him there. I didn't know him or anything. And, um, but he was, they said he didn't feel good. And I said, and I was like, well, can I get a picture with him? And they're like, well, yeah. And I kind of like walked into the room and he was standing there and he's like, he's probably five feet tall. He's really small. Right. He had these big boots on, but he's still like a midget. And I'm like six two. And so he kind of saw me and he just sat down in a chair and he's like, and I'm like, what? Well, I'm going to stand. So I had to get down on my knees and I'm still way taller than him. Um, <laughs> so I had to get down on my knees and get that picture taken. And that was it. But he wasn't, um, I think back then. And even now he still like got that, like I'm a tough guy and whatever. Yeah. So yeah. Did you ever see that video um, of him getting knocked yeah, out? Looked, fuck yeah. That's great. <laughs> he got the shit knocked out of him. One punch, dude. I watched One punch. Times, dude. He was like yeah. sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. That dude fucked him up. Yep. I mean, I don't, you know, I, I never heard, heard anything great about him, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But, you know, he made a couple of good songs. Yeah. <laughs> I liked him enough to go see him and get my picture with him. So, Absolutely. well, actually, he got his picture. He got his picture with me. So I told That's him. right. That's right. Especially now, man. You are, you know, <laughs> look at that picture. After this show, oh. forget it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, this, uh, you were on an episode of MTV Made, which, if you guys don't remember that, it was like, uh, a person who wanted to be a certain thing and that person you know someone like yourself you're in the bmx world um someone wanted to be and this was a girl in this instance yeah. right she wanted to be a bmx right. rider and the oh video, that's not the girl that wanted to be the rider though that's i know that no i know that Woo! i know that yeah. you were on this show and th th this is a picture of this th there's a girl sitting on a bike but it's not the girl in the that, video no that's a stripper that came back to our house after we shot at the lilas in philly yeah. And um, it was like, it was, uh, it, it was bad news. It was, just <laughs> <laughs> well, actually when they, when they, when they did the edit of this show, one of the guys came to me and he goes, Hey, Ray, um, 
we're like we're like editing the show and we got to the whole strip club scene he goes i'm gonna i'm gonna make a little a little video of this and send it to my friend at hbo he's like because this would make a great show like having you at a strip club because i've never seen anybody make fun of girls for 20 minutes and not be rude and i'm like well okay so i was just being really silly i was i was really inebriated that night and uh, we had a lot of fun and this young lady who i don't remember her name um she came back to our house and we videoed a lot a lot of stuff but none of it made it on mtv it wasn't anything brutal but it was just a bunch of drunk 30 year old dudes being like 15 so right. it was pretty uh it was pretty fun but nothing you could put on tv yeah no definitely um <laughs> that show by the way um i don't know if you ever watched it you know besides yeah being i did after after we did the show they gave me the premise of the show and i watched it and um yeah i thought the show was pretty lame um but <laughs> it was funny was because <laughs> all these people wanted to be on the show and they wanted to you know live their dream of what they wanted to be and when they got the opportunity to do it within about five or six minutes they were like this is really hard i don't want to do this yeah. anymore and it never really made like a great show i was like what is the point of this right. these people don't actually want to do this um i'm not sure about i i did see yours but i'm we're talking fucking long time ago yeah it was um, it was in 2003 we did it yeah so yeah i'm not good at math but that was probably like you know 16 17 some years ago 18 i don't know right so <laughs> it was a long the, time ago did the girl become a bmx rider or well w what happened was i had seen like the show like they showed me like this kid wants to become an opera singer and then he gets up and he sings opera then they had a kid that wanted to be a basketball player and they get him a coach and then the kid goes in for like two minutes at the end of a game and like makes a shot or but doesn't even make a shot and i was like man this show is really beat so they were showing they gave me videos to watch while we were filming it and they said we want you to turn this girl into a bmxer and um the one thing i had going for me is i have a lot of friends that are really good at riding riding bmx you know like my local friends here gary pollock and warren marchese they were basically the people that taught her how to ride and then, but we went to, to Dave Mirror's house and we went to Woodward and Kevin Robinson and um, all the guys from Little Devil and all this stuff. Um, they came and they made this girl ride all the time. And um, in the show, I was her coach, but I was just there to make fun of people. And, um, but in all the other episodes, you know, the kid goes to play basketball and he just like, I made it on the floor, yay. And that's the end. Well, here, um, I called the producer when we were at Woodward and I said, Hey, Kristen's like hucking these backflips into the foam. And they're like, what? And so they had this like little makeshift contest. And in the contest, she, she threw a backflip and she had only been riding for like six weeks. So it was like wow. on MTV, it was huge. Like they played the hell out of that. Um, right. They had it on like three times a day for like six months. So. Cause it was one I of was, the successful ones. Really? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was, um, I was pretty famous for about a year. Anywhere I went, um, people were like, Hey, are you that dude? So it was pretty funny. That's awesome, man. So now we're getting to the big one here. Um, been excited. That's about what my wife one. said on our wedding night too. Yeah. She said that too. No, um, there it is. The liver, the dreaded Liberty bell. All right. Holy so this cow. is the story we've been waiting for. There's nothing on the internet about that story, about if, 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 if that's what you're talking about. There's nothing like, on, okay. Not cool, a lot of cool, people. Cool. Yeah, 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 there's nothing. You are getting an exclusive. I was going to say, now, that, now there is. <laughs> now there is. Um, oh, wait. So, 
Oh, never mind. Sorry. No, yeah. I, I spaz out sometimes. Don't worry about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, um, the email response we got from this guy is something. Yeah. That my, my accomplice, you didn't know that was my accomplice, right? Mm-mm. What are you fucking smoking? Who smokes cigarettes? What are you fucking crazy? Who smokes cigarettes? <laughs> fucking Eddie Van Halen just died and you're smoking fucking cigarettes, you fucking retard. Come on, man. Oh my God. Good fucking the curb for Eddie. I great, got some, I got great some fucking question. Um, oh. Yeah, no, I, that's why I'm in the garage, dude. I, I smoke. I just fucking smoke all day long. Do you really? Yeah. Dude, you got to quit. I know. I mean, I, I smoke cigars a lot, but not <laughs> like you got to quit smoking, dude. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. Don't make me start giving you advice. I am the king of advice where I oh, work. Do it, man. Do it. 20 some year old kids come up to me and they go, yo, Johnny told me that you're great with advice because you've seen everything happen. And I'm like, yeah. And I have like, a, I have three like real good pieces of advice. And one of them is don't fucking smoke. One of them is not, don't be fat, <laughs> but look at me. You know what I mean? But, uh. But no, you gotta, dude, you gotta quit smoking. I'll yell at you about that later. Yell but at me, man. In the meantime, smoke up, man. You're good. I'm, I'm putting that in. I'm keeping that in. So just so you know. <laughs> so this is just a, I don't know. Did you take this picture? Who is this? Who the fuck? That's is a this? calendar where I work. That's me in the background. That's right you. Right after I was talking to you the other day through a text message. Yeah, I was, I was walking through work and there was a calendar. I, I, I work for a copy center. Right. Um, and we, we print all, you know, books and whatever, and we, we do calendars and. Somebody had this hanging up in the bindery where I work, and I was like, I just got done talking to you about yeah about the, I have a story about the Liberty Bell, and then boom, the Liberty Bell was there. So I took a quick little picture of it with me kind of hiding in the back with my mask on because we got to wear a mask everywhere. <laughs> and um, I was like, that's pretty funny. So then I just sent that photo to you. I actually posted that too on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, but uh, um, it was meant to be, man. Yeah. So funny. Let's get into it, man. What's uh, when did this happen? And how old were you? And set up. Let's set up the scene here. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I live in in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, which is right outside of Philadelphia. So in uh, 1976, it was the bicentennial. So everything around here was red, white, and blue. And I live right near Valley Forge Park, where they had this huge, um, huge thing going on, like for the bicentennial or whatever. Um, so one of the things for for in school i was in first grade at the time and they said hey we're gonna go take a field trip to go see the liberty bell and um so whenever you go on a field trip when you're a kid you have to have your your partner so my right. partner was my friend adam he was a he's a little kid he was like the smallest kid in our class and i was the biggest kid in our class and it's kind of weird because my son now is the biggest kid in his class and his best friend is the littlest kid in his class so maybe there's something there i'm not sure um but so we go on this field trip and we, we get to Philly, we get off the bus, we walk to Independence Hall and we're getting ready to go see the Liberty Bell. And as I'm walking down the street, there's a hot dog vendor there, you know, putting mustard and sauerkraut on hot dogs. And I whip out a dollar and I buy a seven up. And so, and it's one of those big glass bottles from like the seventies. So, so I have my seven up, I'm waiting and waiting in line and uh, we finally like walk in. It's the kind of thing where you, you're going to like walk in, you're going to go around the Liberty Bell and then walk back out. And they all back then, all they had was a little velvet rope around it. So you could like, you could see it, you could lean in and touch it, but you're not allowed. And um, so we got up to it and me and my partner, Adam, were standing there looking at it. 
and Adam reaches over and kind of touches it and like almost like pushes it a little bit. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's kind of like, you know, I just want to see if I could ring it. And I'm like, I don't think you can ring it. I'm like, you have to get that gong at the bottom and hit it, you know, hit the gong or whatever, that thing in the bottom, that pendulum thing. And so he's just like, well, why don't you just hit it with your bottle? And I was like, okay. I mean, we're seven years old. So I'm just like, I lean over. And like I said, I was like the tall kid. I lean over and I hit it like two or three times and it makes a little ting noise, like a little bing bing. And, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden the park rangers that are like guarding this thing, they come running over, they grab me, they grab the bottle. They, they take me out the door and it's causing like this big ruckus and the teacher's like, what's going on? They're like, this kid just rang the bell. He smashed it with the bottle, all kinds of bullshit. And um, so my teacher gets me and she, takes me back to the bus and I have to sit on the bus for like the next like three hours while everybody's like touring Philadelphia. So I get home and um, my parents are like, Hey, you know, you got in a lot of trouble today. And I was like, I know, but you know, it was kind of Adam's fault. He told me to do it. And then they use the old, like, well, if he told you to jump off the bridge when you do it, all that nonsense. So after that, I wasn't allowed to go on any field trips for the rest of the year. I had to sit with the second grader to do math problems. That's why I'm never good at math. But um, so Adam um, was my buddy and we hung out a lot. Um, like we'd go over to his house and, and like I had a sleepover one time and I, he threw a, a rope ladder out the window that he had for, to like escape. Like it was an escape ladder and yeah. he and I jumped out. And when we got to the, we got to the ground and this is like four o'clock in the morning, he was too little to reach the, reach the thing and I was too fat to pull myself up so me and Adam are stuck outside at three o'clock in the morning or four in the morning in front of his house so he had to like knock on the door someone had to let us in and so there we are we're getting in trouble again so maybe this Adam dude was bad news or I don't know but um <laughs> so then uh so then let's fast forward oh wait um so he he winds up moving Adam leaves he leaves King of Prussia and he moves to uh, Maryland. And back then you don't have like his phone number and you don't have email. You don't have anything. So one, this kid's gone. So I'll, I'll never see him again. Um, and he also had my hot wheels, which is a very, very touchy subject with me. I had, my, <laughs> I had, we were playing with, with all my hot wheels. I had this like killer hot wheel set, like the garage, oh, the airport, yep. all the, all the shit. And I left it at his house. And then I'm like, Hey, I left all my stuff at Adam's house and this was like a week later and my mom calls and they're like, dude, he's, there's no one there. He's gone. So I was fucked. But anyway, <laughs> so fast forward 10 years later, I, I'm going to a, I'm going to a um, contest in Long Island and your brother is there. And okay. we, uh, there's a, um, where, uh, Nassau Coliseum, Nassau community college. I think it was. So, I'm walking through the parking lot and my friend Gary Pollock, his manager is in the parking lot with a, with a group of dudes and, and his manager Magoo was really good at introducing people to people. You know, he's like, Hey, he's like, Hey Ray, have you ever met um, Spike? No. He's like, yeah, this is Spike. I'm like, Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And like, I'm talking to him and I'm, I'm with my friend Warren Marchese and um, I go, who's, who's this Spike dude? He's and he's like, oh, he works at Rockville, Maryland, which was a big, um, which was a big place for. It was a bike shop, and they had great shows there all summer for like BMX or freestyle. And um, 
and I couldn't get, I, I couldn't, like, I'd see him, and I'm like, dude, he reminds me of a kid when I went to first grade, and Warren's like, well, who? And I'm like, this kid, Adam, he talks exactly like him, and he looks like him. And he's like, yeah, but this kid's name's Spike. And I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> so that, that was it. And then about five months later, uh, Spike got a job at, at Freestyle Magazine. And he was leaving Maryland, and he was going, he was driving out to California. And on his way, he was going to stop in York, Pennsylvania and do a story on the plywood hoods for, for Freestyle yeah. Magazine. And so me, Warren, and a bunch of other dudes went up there and were hanging out all day while they're taking pictures and they're interviewing these guys. And all day, I'm like telling Warren, I'm like, dude, this dude, he's got to be related to, to <laughs> this Adam kid because he talks exactly like him. Because this guy had, Adam had a way of speaking where it was a very distinct voice, kind of a little bit talk like this. And not a lot of people talk like that. So um, towards the end of the day, the guy that he was with, um, who was a photographer, he goes, hey, Adam, do you have the keys? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, did you just hear what he said? He, he, he said, Adam. <laughs> no, he didn't. I'm like, no, he said, Adam. And he said, Adam. He didn't say Adam. So like a few minutes go by and he's like, hey, Adam, do you have something? And I'm like, why is this dude calling Spike Adam? Because at that point, I just knew him as Spike. Spike, Spike from Rockville. Right. And I'm like, dude, he called that dude Adam twice. I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is ridiculous. So they wrapped up the day. They're all done. And Adam and the dude, or Spike and the dude, are going to the car. And I'm still thinking this kid reminds me of, of Adam. And um, I said, hey, this dude's calling you Adam. Why, why is he calling you Adam? He's like, he didn't call me Adam. Uh, all right. Well, I heard him call you Adam twice and I want to know why. And he's like, what, what, what do you care? And I'm like, well, because I think I know you from, from, uh, elementary school. And Spike just looks at me like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, um, did you grow up in like King of Prussia golf mills area? And then he kind of like looks at me and he goes, no. And I go, did you go to golf road elementary school? And then he's like, no. But then he's like looking at the dude, like he's being like interrogated. Right. And I can tell by like his body language, like he's getting a little like, he's getting a little freaked out. And I'm, <laughs> so I'm like, do you have a sister named Julie? And he just, his eyes get real big. And he's like, who are you? I said, uh, I'm Ray Schleckweg and you're Adam Spiegel. And he just got this like big giggle on his, like big grin on his face. And I'm like, you're Adam Spiegel. I'm like, I'm Ray. He's like, Ray, Ray? I'm like, yeah, you're Adam Spiegel. We were in first grade together. We rang the Liberty Bell, you fucker. And so then now Spike <laughs> Jones is Adam Spiegel all of a right. sudden. So, so then in the BMX world, like Spike was like well-known. He was worked for the magazine and he was a rider. And then, you know, and then as time goes on, you know, like I, like I, well, the next day I called, I called Wizard Publications where, where Mark Lumen worked. And I was like, dude, you're not going to believe this. I go, I was just hanging out with uh, Spike yesterday. He was doing this story on, on the hoods for you guys. And Spike and I knew each other in first grade. He's like, that, that's impossible. I'm like, no, it's not impossible. And so luckily, and if you look on Instagram, I have, I, I, I have our class photo, but you can see our class photo and it's, it's got Spike down at the bottom with the little kids and me in the top with all the big kids but and so I sent that to Lou and I said look dude like Spike and I were in first grade together so that was always really funny that was a story that 
uh, a lot of people in, like, in the BMX world thought was crazy because we were these two separate dudes, like Large Ray, the goofball, and then Spike Jones, you know, the photographer and writer for Freestyle Magazine. These guys knew each other. So it's pretty funny. Right. That's so we rang the Liberty Bell. <laughs> we rang the and and it is, dude. Ringing the Liberty Bell is like a federal offense. There was a dude that it did it with a hammer, and the dude went to jail for like twenty years. It so, is, man. Yeah. Um, I, you, you, so you made the crack a little bigger too, I think. I did. I make a lot of things bigger when I hit it. <laughs> but um, before before we did this today or right now, I um I sent an email to Spike, and it's funny because sometimes I'll send Spike an email and I hope. I won't hear from him forever or he just won't even respond because he was, you know, he's busy doing, doing his thing. And um, so today I sent him, I sent him the email um, and I said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do uh, I'm going to do this, this podcast with, with a uh, Joe Gertola's little brother. And I'm going to talk about the um, Liberty bell. I was like, is, is that cool? And he's like, yeah. Oh yeah. He's like, sure. So you have the email. Um, yeah. Yeah. I have it right here. Uh, so well, we know we knew the consequences when we did it. I remember you turning to me right before you did and saying, we, made it, we may go to prison when we are 50 for this. And I said, fuck it, let freedom ring. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I remember it when we were seven. Word, <laughs> word for word, he said that. But um, that's, that's awesome, funny. Yeah, that, that, uh, that, that response he had is pretty funny. Yeah, because I don't. I don't even think he really remembers it. He probably doesn't even remember it because um, I remember it because I got in trouble. But I mean, like if I didn't ring that thing with the bottle and get in all that trouble, I probably wouldn't even remember going there, you know? So. Sure. sure. Um, That's awesome, man. Do, so do you talk to him to this day still? Or, I mean, obviously in the email, but like. Yeah, no, I mean, we, we still like, um, I'll send him an email every once in a while, but like, yeah. I don't call him up and tell him, you know, like, Hey, my son, my son's doing this and blah, blah, blah. He's just, we're on two different levels. You know what I mean? He's busy doing shit. And, um, and, but he's still, the thing that's awesome about him is like where, um, like I ran into him at a, at an event probably like 10, 10, 11 years ago, there was a, uh, there was a premiere in Hollywood for Joe kid on a stingray. It was the history of BMX yep. and, and Spike was there. And when, um, and so we got there and I saw him and the first thing he said to his friends that were there, he goes, Hey, you see that dude right there? I went to first grade with him. And they're like, what? So I always think it's funny that, that that's the way, you know, that's what we always talk about because that's how we know each other. But um, last year he was doing the thing for the Beastie Boys. He was doing like this, he, he was doing that, um, I guess like the, the, document, the yeah. documentary thing or whatever you call it. Yep. And um, part of, and one of them, one of the things they shot in, in Philly. And um, so like tickets were like a hundred and some bucks and we went to buy tickets and, they were sold out in like a minute because the tower theaters it's big, but it's not, it's not huge. And um, so I sent, I, you know, I sent him an email and I said, Hey Spike, we're planning on going to this thing. Um, and he just said, Hey, um, you guys got tickets. And I said, no, we don't have tickets. And he goes, well, tell me how many you need. And then boom, we got tickets. We sat right in the front and got to watch it. And, um, and then the when it was over, Spike <laughs> came out and talked to us. You know, Spike came wow. out and yucking it up with us. Wow, man. So um, I got to hang out with you more often. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so. Very fucking cool, but, man. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to do this. If you're down, you're going to come back next I'm month. I'm down for any. 
I got nothing but time, dude. I got nothing going on. It's awesome, you know, man. Maybe in the winter it's going to start snowing off and take the snowblower out. That's pretty much all <laughs> I got to do. I really got nothing going on these days, you know. Very cool. We'll do this. Uh, we'll do this at least once a month, uh, if, if that's cool. And um, yeah, we'll just keep keep the stories rolling, man. We'll keep them going. I got stories. bring bring people back and to you know. I'm, that's what I'm kind of trying to do here, like bringing the old school back to the this new school kind of technology. Yeah, you know. Well, I'm old school. So, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. No, it's all good, man. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could tell at the beginning when you couldn't get Zoom to work. When I couldn't do it, when I was like, what is this button do? How yep. am I do? Dude, I went into the setting <laughs> and turned my microphone on. Dude, I'd have a better chance landing a plane from the ground, you know, telling someone how to do it than fucking turn my volume on or my speaker on. Yeah, yeah. That's some hard it's, shit. Uh, you know? It is, man. It really is. I had to, like, learn this shit. You know, my wife yeah. does this all day, every day. She's like, she can run this. She can run Zoom. She can be, like, the CEO of Zoom. Yeah. She, uh, she does it for her job pretty much. Um, yeah. So she taught me everything I knew, but it was like wow. kind of like a crash course. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> so you got it pretty fast, man. It took me like a month, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, why the fuck is my microphone's unmuted, but it's saying I'm muted. It's just, it's all fucking technology. <laughs> I figured that shit out quick, man. I can figure anything out. I figure out shit better when I'm with my friends because my friends can figure out shit. That's yeah. what I've been doing my whole life. I can't figure out shit, but my friends, I'm like, hey, just ask Warren. He'll tell you how to do it. I know how to, he knows how to do it. Yeah. Right, right. I become that person though because I yeah. learn everything. And oh, unfortunately, okay. I become tech support for everybody. Yeah. I, oh, my whole life, I need tech support. I need tech yeah. support. You know, watching a frying pan in my kitchen, my wife's like, I got to put your glasses here. You can't. There's still egg on this, and you put it back in the in the cupboard with egg on it. I yep. need a lot of help. You know, it's tough. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough being there. My um, my biggest thing is like tech support for me is Google. I, I don't know. Google. I don't fucking know the answer. So I go online and I'm like, eh, this doesn't work. Why? And you know, I figure it out. Um, dude, isn't it crazy how <laughs> how many times a day we have to Google shit? Like, oh, dude, I mean, like you day. do you like, huh? What the fuck? What is that? A bug on the tree? Elliot, Google that and tell me what that is. You know, yeah. Google it. Oh, it's a, it's a something, something. Like we use yep. Google all the time. Like I seriously can't figure out. And everybody, I'm sure, says this. How did we, how did we survive <laughs> before like cell phones and all the yep. shit and the, and the and the internet? You know, like there's there's shit that like how do we get about, anywhere? Yeah, you know, I think about it all the time, man. Because like I'm kind of in the middle. So late '90s, you know, cell phones yeah. started happening and things like that. Uh, but for the first, you know, 15 years of my life or so, besides beepers, I didn't really have, you know, beepers, beepers. <laughs> and even like, you know, even computers back then were garbage, yeah. AOL and all that stuff, you know, I mean, it was amazing then, but it, now it's trash. Yeah. Um, but now it's, it's evolved so much that yeah. I don't think anybody who grew up past the year 2000 would be able to survive. Yeah. Oh no. I couldn't survive, dude. If you if you took my phone away, I wouldn't be able to do shit. Oh, I yeah, couldn't no. do anything. I wouldn't no. talk to anybody. I wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> I wouldn't know anything. Like everything yeah, right on your phone, you know. I lucked out because you know, you know, five five years old to eighteen, I was in school. You yeah. know what I mean? So I had all my connections there. I talked to people like that. There wasn't a fucking Facebook or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but then I graduated high school and like MySpace came out, you know, so it, you never I always graduated. had, I, I graduated. 
Did you graduate? Oh yeah. My boss, I mean barely, my boss, but I graduated. <laughs> my boss, where I work right now, made me bring my um my diploma in years ago because he's like nobody can be that stupid. He's and like you know, I mean, he couldn't do that today. Today you could sue him and be like, I can't believe he did that. But back then, he was just like, dude, you're like. What do they call it now? Special needs. You're a special needs dude. I gotta see your. I gotta see your diploma. So, and and I and I interrupted you. I do that all the time. I'm the oh, no. king of interrupting people. While I was going home. nowhere with that, honestly. I'm sorry. But I did graduate. But I'm, we're talking like you know, just skin, skin of my teeth. Like, yeah, you know, uh, a couple summer schools here and there. You know, I just I just about squeaked by. I have. I forgot. I have a story. <laughs> that we'll do next time for yeah. the BMX crowd. That's a great, great story that I had. I'll give you a, a quick bit of it. I yeah. had to do a, I was in a class called PE major. It was for, it was basically gym every day. And it was for slackers <laughs> that didn't like want to do anything in school. Right. So for our final grade, it was like a week before you graduated high school. My final grade is I had to teach a sport. And of course I'm like, I'll teach BMX. And my friend Gary Pollock, who was like the, was the number one rider in the world, he wasn't able to come and help me because he had to take a final. So very last minute, I'm sitting in front of my, um, my class and I have a bike and I can do one trick and I'm screwed. And we'll tell that story later. Awesome. Hollywood couldn't write the story that happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We got a couple so stories we'll for next time. We got, story. we got Bill Allen lined up and, uh, yeah. Now that one. Um, yeah, for me, dude, fucking 12th grade, like my senior year was just because I cut gym for like three years. We were on an open campus, uh, meaning if you want to be a fuck up, you can. <laughs> well, who cuts gym? Gym's the gym and lunch uh, are the best parts of school. Yeah. You're probably wasn't... smoking. Were you I was smoking. smoking back then? You I was it? smoking. Yeah. So... Yep. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so in 12th grade, I had to make up for all that shit that I cut. So it was only every other day that I cut for gym because it was, I had it in my schedule every other day. So when you add it all up, it was like two years worth of gym class that I cut, but they oh. were able, they were able to put it into one year because like I said, it was every other day. So I can't, I don't know the math of this, but I think it was like four or five times a day. I had to go to gym. I would just, what? yeah, dude, I would just go in in the morning and like, Trouble some basketballs and whatever the fuck they were doing. And I so you didn't use it to your advantage. You could have been like a, you could have been in the NBA. I mean, you look like you could be in the NBA oh, right yeah. now. No, you know? I still slacked you know off. I, mean? I just did the bare minimum. Um, I mean, we were talking like, I just like played some sports and took showers like my entire senior year. <laughs> That's it, dude. Took showers. I don't think, I don't yeah. think one kid took a shower when I was in high school. We had oh, like, dude, these, you know, the time. jailhouse showers. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to be. You picture me taking off all my clothes, my little bushy <laughs> is sticking out, dude. And I'm like, no way. I'm not getting undressed for nothing. I could be sweating like a whore yeah. in church and I'm going right to class, dude. I'm not, I'm not taking anything I was never off shy, me. man. I didn't give a fuck. I didn't care. I was just like, yeah. I'm sweating. I don't think my wife's I'm ever feel seen disgusting. me naked. You know? Like, I don't want to go to fucking, now I have to go to like an actual class. I don't want to be disgusting. So I have to take a shower. Oh, you know God. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but. Oh, man. Ray. Thank you so yes. much, man. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. That and, uh, was fun. I love I absolutely, love absolutely, absolutely. And we're gonna keep it rolling, man. So, um, you know, I'll be in touch with you, and we'll set up another day. All right. And don't don't be afraid to edit stuff out. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, I'm gonna Whatever. I'm gonna chop it up, make it you know, make it tight, and yeah. I know, I know that's probably what you said on your wedding. Try day. and make. Can you make me look <laughs> any thinner? 
Can you I'll miss do, Caleb Skinner? I'll do in honor no, of uh, I, like, Spike Jones. Just sucking it in. Yeah. <laughs> in honor I'm of Spike Jones, right I'll now, do right? like a, a fisheye lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Beastie yeah, Boys, okay, yeah. you know, like a Beastie Boys yeah. video. <laughs> yeah. A Beastie Boys video. Yeah. I love those Beastie Boys videos, man. Uh, all right, dude. Thank you so much, man. All right. Take Peace. it easy. Thanks.